My name is Mike Shepard. I'm a producer. I want to get to know the artists in my new community. This is A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists. Goomer. I am, I would say, maybe like a mixed bag. My conversation this week with Sonia was really interesting for a lot of reasons. One, as you just heard, she describes herself as a mixed bag, and that is extremely accurate. She's a singer. She does vocal lessons. She writes her own music, produces music videos. She's getting into designing clothing. She works with other artists on projects that use audio and visual and tech elements and creating things through dance and theater. She's a performer as well. She's acting in, in several things. She's done several things in terms of that before, worked on film projects, etc. So she is really a mixed bag in terms of her art development. She's now out of school and I think looking for a lot of different ways that she can express herself. And so far, she's doing a great job of finding them and developing a lot of interesting skills along the way. This is the first conversation that you're hearing where I've only had one other conversation with this artist before sitting down for our meal. Everyone else that we've heard so far, I've you know known a little bit. Some of them I've known for a long time and others that I've at least known for a year or several months, talked to, had conversations with. But Sonia was really the first one where this is really our second time that we've talked. So this is really new for me and new for a thousand meals. The first time where I'm really trying to get to know someone new who I didn't know before, trying to get to know her process, try to understand where she comes from in creating her art. It was a really lovely conversation. We were at the Fairmont Chateau Laurier. They have a little restaurant um, right kind of inside the hotel called Zoe's or Zoe's. Um, again, I don't know. It's one of those. And it was just kind of the perfect spot for both of us. It, we were commenting on it when we were chatting that it had this really nice laid back atmosphere. It was really, really nice, but the chairs were kind of really comfortable. You could just kind of sit there and talk. There wasn't really this rushed feeling. We, we were having lunch, so it wasn't as busy as I'm sure they get in the evening. So it was really nice to um, to sit down in that atmosphere and chat uh, a little bit. So this conversation really revolves around a lot of different topics. We talk about collaboration. We talk about all of the great work that Sonia is doing, some of her past in creating projects and what it's going to look for to the future. I'm really excited to see where she goes as an artist and, and what kind of comes next. And I hope you do enjoy this conversation as we had delicious avocado sandwiches um, at the Fairmont Chateau Laurier in downtown Ottawa. So really a mixed bag. Yeah. You, you do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. from theater 
music, stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, tech, the, the technical yeah. side of theater, technical side of music, yeah. all these things. Yeah. So if you had to define it in, in a, like a handful of words, like two or three words, yeah. if you had to see like uh, my job title or whatever yeah. is, what, like what would you say? Well, like just performer... Oh, is it more complex than that? Yeah. I mean, mixed bag is probably pretty <laughs> That's like clear. the best way for me to put it because I have a hard time with that. Like, it's funny because I had a careers appointment, like, just before this online. And uh, I was talking about how, like, I have one resume for everything. And the more, like, I add to it, it just keeps getting longer and longer. And um, when I work on my cover letter for certain jobs, too, it's like I, like take my old cover letter and then like my experience keeps building up so then I just keep adding to it and I'm like I need help with like bringing this down because I feel like they need to know all the stuff especially for media and like arts sort of jobs where like um all those things sort of go like hand in hand is that um, why like is that that why you dive into all these things like you're doing it because you believe like it's going to help you in the yeah. future I think also because I love it and I just think that right now is like the time to kind of like do everything like um I think I kind of overwork myself for sure but at the same time it's just like if I have the time like I will make the time for x y and z uh when it comes to acting like I just took on um a acting role with Youth Infringement Mm. Festival and um that's volunteer yeah uh and with the time that I'm putting into event planning and building my music brand and releasing stuff with that, it's like already extra work, but I'm trying not to look at it that way. And it's more just like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to learn about acting and like more about acting. And it's going to be a great opportunity. And if I have the time to do it, like, I mean, I wish I could do everything. It kind of sounds time. like you are doing everything. Like, yeah. are there things, honestly, that you feel you're not? doing right now because it sounds to me like you're doing yeah. a lot it's like I I want to have I think time in the week to be able to do everything but it doesn't always end up getting distributed that way like um, this past week I worked on more of like well I teach singing lessons as well so yes you were mentioning that you've yeah. also like on top of this you teach singing lessons which yeah. just blows my mind um, because not that okay. I guess I guess everyone is a little different, and you do you do see artists, and I've met with people who who have multiple interests. But yeah. I don't know yet if I've I've met someone who currently has all of those interests and is sticking with it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you, as you get older, you drop certain things away yeah. and focus. You seem to be adding more things yeah. onto your plate. So yeah. do you see a world where you drop away and focus yourself, or do you, are you always going to do this? I think. I, for a while, I feel like I'm probably going to try and do all of it because I, I for some reason, can't imagine a world where I'm not, like, immersing myself in the arts completely. And especially as a musician and, um, like, a music artist, like, it's like I, I think of all of those things, like, oh, like, what am I going to do for, like, my music videos? And, like, um, I, I just want especially for like music videos are kind of awesome because like you're acting, you could dance in music videos, it's media. So like um, the post editing really like interests me and um, same with audio and music. It's like 
the production and the sound engineering that goes into music is just so interesting and yeah. cool to me. It's like you can get really creative with that. And then same with post-production when it comes to video. So like uh, me doing all of these things, I think kind of comes back to that. Like my brand as a musician and as an artist, um, the outfits that I wear to um, learning different like dance routines and like which is something I want to get more into like I think like in my head I think of that bigger picture and the more I immerse myself in the arts like the more I just like love it I'm like I don't want to stop you know it's like I can't pick right. one thing right it's like there's one thing that I know that I'm really good at and comes like it's like the most intuitive to me which is the music and the songwriting sure and then to make that even better and make it even cooler is by like adding all these other things with it like okay. with the with the songwriting and the music right and that that being still at the heart of it the music yeah. being there so yeah. you're okay and and in terms of music then songwriter and singer mm -hmm. is that more your air like you write songs you yeah. sing them that type of thing yeah okay exactly. and then you also and then i produce them then you produce yeah. it and then you also on the side act yeah create <laughs> events design clothing is that what i heard you do that too yeah i'm like getting into that so okay. I, I just took um a bunch of old clothes from my closet where i'm like i've kept these all in my closet for so long and i've wanted to do something with them like turn them into something different because you know like you know you grow out of clothes like they don't fit you anymore like there's something about them that you don't like they sure. don't look good on you anymore sure and like um I hate the idea of just like throwing those clothes away or like donating them because you don't always necessarily know what like happens to them. And then same thing with buying new clothes. It's like, I don't want to just keep buying new clothes and then I'm spending money. And then like, I'm going to just go through that same process over and over again. So um, I've always had ideas of like, Oh, it would be cool if I had an outfit like this and I could do some patchwork with some of these fabrics that I really like. And create something like different with them like a really big sweater a really big jacket with all the denim and the plaid that I have like jeans that I don't care about anymore I don't want to wear anymore I can like turn them into something cool and then it like makes me feel more unique as well and makes yeah. me feel like oh I didn't just put these clothes to waste like this this was all a part of me before but now it feels even more me and it feels like I'm like expressing myself even more through um you know, like being a little bit different and making something different. <laughs> no, and that's yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, at the end of the day, most arts are some form of expression, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, I define like what what's art for me has always mm -hmm. been a story told through an act of creation, mm -hmm. but a story can still be expression. Yeah, like I think that's just part of storytelling. Like that's yeah. what drives me into the arts is storytelling and yeah. different learning different stories and their different backgrounds. So mm -hmm. I find. Look, clothing's a good example. Yeah. You designing your own clothing and wearing it is still telling a story. Even mm -hmm. though you're expressing, well, you're expressing something, yeah. which tells someone something. You're trying to communicate something to someone else yeah. through an act of creation. Yeah. Therefore, it's art. So everything yeah. you're describing, again, I, I don't know many people who have all these multiple interests and are sticking to it mm -hmm. and trying to kind of make it work. Yeah. But I do agree with you that that's probably not going to do you any harm <laughs> because yeah. it's it's you're learning all these multiple skills yeah that are helpful in choosing yeah. where to go and you bring up a really good example of, of 
music production, music videos, yeah. using multimedia. Yeah. You can you can make the same argument for musical theater. Yeah. Music theater design elements, even theater itself. Yeah. You're designing sets, costumes, like all that stuff. Yeah. So there's multidisciplinary yeah. in all of it. So it's, it makes sense. And that's why I find like production to be like the best thing in the world. Like to me, because it just incorporates all of that and the more uniqueness and the more skills that you can like use in a production, the better it makes it, the more unique it makes it, the more unique of a story I think can be told through, through that, through knowing a little bit of like costume design, mm. through knowing a bit of um, set design and like, uh, you know, creating those, creating that concept. So like, it's like, I start with writing a song then I produce that song, which gives it like, it's like the writing and all that music, it gives it a style. And then when I think of the visual aspects, I'm like, okay, how do I want this to look? What kind of story, like, what was I trying to get at here? Like, what sort of story was I like trying to tell? And then I can get in touch with like a director uh, to help me out with that. And we create like a shot list together of how we want it to look when we film that and stuff, see how that like comes out on camera. It's such a great way to get creative then, like with what different outfits like you get to wear and then what dance you make out of that and um, what like acting you do. It It's like all these aspects just enhance the storytelling. I mean, storytelling, that's what really like moves people. Like give me just some examples of of what you've done already i know some of your thoughts for the future because mm. we've had well we've had one conversation other than this one yeah. it was about that so yeah. but i don't in terms of your background like if you if you had to sort of describe projects you've done that have been really interesting to you mm. what what have what have you done so far or are you still at the beginning process of being able to realize your truth yeah um for music videos I'm definitely in the beginning process. Yeah. Um, but recently, I was just working on like a creative music video idea I had with a friend, and um, this wasn't for one of my songs, but I we had been talking, and I was like, okay, I really just want to make something. Like, I just want to make a music video. I don't have a song that's entirely ready for it yet, but let's just make something. Um, and so that's something it's uh, we're done filming it and it's going to be now it's just in the process of being edited and all that. Um, the song that I'm about to release, it's it's finally done being like mixed and mastered. So it's I'm, one of yours. Like, you yeah. Wrote it? Oh, cool. Yeah. OK. So I'm in the process of just uh, like I'm going to create the shot list for it and talk to the director that I'm talking to right now. So, yeah, I, I would say I'm in the beginning stages for that and like. Um, with the amount of work <laughs> I'm putting on myself, I think is sort of slowing down the process, but I don't mind it because I know that it's going to make something really cool. Like, um, with the outfit that I'm currently creating, it's like, I'm working on a dress that I had that I'm cutting up to make like, look a little bit different. Oh, okay. And I may either incorporate that in the music video or just in like a future performance. Um, but yeah, like so far what I've done that's like that are projects that have been like done done is I've had two singles released on all streaming platforms. For that, I worked with 
one of my really good friends, Emma Orhan, who does uh, graphic design. And um, she and I helped me. She, I kind of had a concept for what I wanted the single cover to look like. Yeah. And um, she, like, helped me sort of bring that to life. Um, and did the same with one of my other singles that I put out. Uh, so that gave me the experience of working with other, like, creators and um, to collaborate with them to make some of my ideas and, like, projects come to life because I am slowly starting to realize that, like, I don't have every single skill in the world and I can't do everything on my own. Yeah. Um, I think that's where the magic of, like, collaboration also comes, uh, where, you know, you can make something really cool and interesting with another artist and... Um, I think that's what I look forward to in the future. Yeah. Like future yeah. projects is just working with more and more artists yeah. on bigger projects. Almost everyone I've spoken to has brought up collaboration mm -hmm. or getting to know people or networking as kind of a barrier. Yeah. Of how I don't know how to like find people who yeah. think the same thing or like what have you. Mm -hmm. But I'm also then seeing it sounds like you already know people and are starting that process. Mm -hmm. So. Has collaboration been difficult for you? Is that easy? Or is, like, is meeting people in the arts like come naturally? Like, how does that yeah. kind of work for you? So, like, I think when it, you go to networking events, or you even just go to events where there's people there to just enjoy the event. There's people there who are artists who are looking for other artists. Yeah. Um. So everyone has like a different goal in mind and like different skill set and you have to find people who are thinker like really passionate about it like there's some people that I've reached out to sometimes they don't follow through with plans or like maybe they have different goals in mind for themselves or you know maybe they think that oh I didn't want to collaborate as much as I thought I would so then <laughs> it's like okay yeah. Then they're like off the list of people that I would collaborate with, you know? That's like, so funny because <laughs> what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been there. Like, yeah. I've gone through that, that yeah. same thing. Especially because I think for some people, they think in their mind like, oh, this would be really good. Mm -hmm. What a cool idea. But then they do start going into it and they kind of see how hard it is or how mm -hmm. much work it is. And they kind of yeah. back off. Not that I'm not saying that those individuals are necessarily lazy but i just don't think they think through yeah. how difficult it is. Yeah. it's so easy to say something yeah. but then when you get into a collaborative atmosphere it's like oh yeah this can be tough like this there's a lot of compromise there's a lot mm. of extra work put into it not everyone can oversee like the whole process mm. of the of the project or the collaboration that they might get into right. which is understandable and so like because i have like a strong desire to collaborate with artists who have very different skills and um, are working in, like, different mediums, like, I will often be the one to, like, push a little bit or, like, check in on them, like, hey, what's up? Like, mm -hmm. um, did you still want to work on this? And um, do a little bit of extra work. Because really, in my mind, I'm like, I have a goal. Like, I want, yeah. I want to work on something with you. And, like, that's why I'm reaching out and doing this in the first place. And it's also a great way to connect. We are working on something together. And we're working on something together to create something that we both love doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the networking events or the people that you meet, you realize that there are people who are more into it and people who just maybe have other goals in mind in life. And so I think that there's no harm in like reaching out to anyone and everyone um, because you will find those people who will want to work with you and 
um, the people who don't, then it's, you don't even have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> and maybe they'll reach back out to you in the future. Like The worst you know? thing that can happen is you get ghosted by someone. Yeah. But yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good time for them right now. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean later. Yeah, I like that. That's a good, mm-hmm. it's a very healthy attitude towards yeah. it. Hearing you talk and, and other artists talk, I can understand why there's almost a protectiveness mm-hmm. over the art that you create because it speaks to you. It's your passion. It's your story. It's your yeah. expression. And some uh, sometimes you work on a project and you have it envisioned in your head in one way. And that's mm-hmm. the way you want it. Like You want to see it through that way. Mm-hmm. I just know some of the best projects I've worked on were one way in my head. Then I started working on them. They were collaborative. Mm-hmm. They were some of the toughest projects that I've ever worked on, but were mm-hmm. some of the best mm-hmm. that I've ever worked on. Because you compromise. And it may not be what you had envisioned in your head, mm-hmm. but the minute you throw other people into it, mm-hmm. I find it just grows stronger mm-hmm. and stronger because you have other influences. And so long as you're working towards that shared goal yeah. of what you want to accomplish, I think the compromise can, can often benefit yeah. a project. You really have to let go of, like, no, it needs to look like this. Mm-hmm. It needs to come out this way. Because, <laughs> like, it's not. Like, it, it's never, ever going to. I don't know and, if you've heard yeah. of the sort of saying when you're writing. Yeah. I think it's something that they do for novels and stuff. Like, novelists used to talk about this all the time. When you're writing, the minute you go through edits, find your favorite thing mm-hmm. and cut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I always look at it like, why would you do that? But then going through a project and like, oh, it's because you, you know, again, cut so many different things are happening, but it makes things so much easier. Mm-hmm. If you can let go of your favorite thing, then you can let go of anything. But mm-hmm. also, if you mm-hmm. cut your favorite thing and you look at it, then it's like, well, was I was I just hanging on to that? Did yeah. it actually really benefit this oh, thing? Yeah. Because now it's gone and it's still functioning. Yeah. So it's it is it's harsh and it's yeah. difficult. But I, I do find that's an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. Is if you're struggling editing something, mm-hmm. find your favorite thing and get rid yeah. of it immediately and yeah. then and then see see how that feels. Wow, yeah. yeah. No, I like that. Because at first I heard you say that and I was just like like I Sounds thought about awful. like my cover letter and I thought about my resume and I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, oh my god. <laughs> but it's true because then you get rid of it and you realize like if I had never put that there in the first place, but I have noticed a difference here. Like Exactly. You know? Would you yeah. know would you notice it now that it's gone? Mm-hmm. Was it your favorite thing for another reason? Yeah. Does it benefit the project does not? I mean it's just to me it's just an exercise. Mm-hmm. I don't hundred percent there's a lot of old sayings I don't hundred mm-hmm. percent agree with. But mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting process. Having now doing in my life so much like for lack of a better word, editing mm-hmm. when Collaborating with projects, when editing podcasts, when editing grants, when editing anything, mm-hmm. it always makes it easier to be like, okay, I'm starting my editing process. I don't want to lose anything. Find your favorite thing and just tear it apart. Yeah. And then go through it and see what happens. And if it gets back in there, well, then you know it was important. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about your creative process. Now, there's a million things here. So. <laughs> I know it's hard to kind of pick an area, but if you had to in general, when you're approaching any creative project, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you go through. Like, I'd be really fascinated to hear what your process is like being somebody who dives into so many different areas. Mm-hmm. And I guess a follow-up question to that is, when you dive into a project, are you always looking to incorporate other art forms just because you have that interesting experience? I think so. Like. I think, like, 
that's what like really sparks it for me. Um, even with the event that I'm planning, it's like I that's the lens that I look through. So if I'm you know working on anything where there's not too much arts involved into it, like even like video editing. So like I've been in the world of like um, audio video like doing like contracting work um, for other people and um, if it's like kind of boring like I'm immediately just like I don't care about it anymore and like then if I don't care about it anymore my audio skills don't matter my video skills don't matter because it's just it's and, not and you mean inspiring. The, if the project's boring yeah okay, okay yeah so you're working on a project and boring <laughs> yeah you immediately are disconnected yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like if it's like I'm editing like uh, a zoom class of some sort and it's just like a person talking like that's like like i don't know what's it called like npc work for me <laughs> like uh if you've ever heard the term npc like, like uh <laughs> not, isn't that for a gaming term yeah like yeah, non-playing okay, yeah. non character. character like yeah, my yeah. mind's just on like autopilot like i'm just making edits and like things like that are like good practice for the actual skill like sure. the editing skill but like um yeah like for a project to really spark my interest and for me to be really involved in it like it has to it has to involve a lot of creativity and a lot of artistic components um it, there has to be a story there like there has to be some kind of storytelling involved with those components otherwise it's like i think it's really hard for me to like be engaged because I have that kind of a brain too, where like I'm always thinking of something artistic all the time, like songwriting, like that comes so intuitively to me. Um, and it's this like, it can be this random, like super, like all over the place. It's a creative thing to do. So, like, if I'm in a setting where like there's not a lot of that, like, I guess artistic aspect involved um like we're not talking about that artistic aspect it's like I really have to like work harder to listen and like <laughs> be engaged and I think I've learned that too about myself where I'm like I don't want to be in environments anymore where like um this stuff isn't happening because I don't think I bring anything to the table like truly unless it's like again like I can bring something artistic or creative to the table because I have that brain. <laughs> so you've already determined at a young age that you don't want to work on projects unless you that part of your brain sparks. Mm -hmm. I think that's, so. That's quite intuitive, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. I didn't learn that lesson. Yeah. I don't know if I still learned that lesson. Yeah. That's a very... Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. It sounds very familiar, yeah. but... How do you, okay, so is it just something you feel? Like, how do, mm -hmm. how do you know? How do you know when you're working on a project if it's sparking for you? Is it just this feeling that, mm -hmm. that comes to you? Yeah, like, like, even with everything that I described, like, I think I maybe have that, like, ADHD brain or, or OCD brain of, like, fashion, music, like, dance, performing arts, like, like, colors and, like, and, like, saturation and, like, seeing all these like artsy things and conceptualizing things in my brain like all the time like yeah i think one of the reasons as to why i chose this restaurant today is because it's like beautiful like right. 
right. like you went for the aesthetic exactly yeah, yeah. like it looks amazing and it's it's simulating in so many ways like it's like classy it's not too loud so i can like hear you when we're talking it's actually um, perfect for this yeah. like it's like as you look like it's 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 nice but casual yeah it has this comfort like the chairs are comfortable you mm -hmm. have this sort of comfortable feeling you're not like having to sit up at this yeah. like specific spot you exactly. can kind of relax yeah and then yeah it, yeah it really works it really does so like if if like i'm in a setting where like say there's enough of those things in my brain that aren't like being stimulated or like sparked sure then like you know if it's like one or two things it's like okay like obviously i can compromise or i can like deal with that but um you know like if if I'm not, if I'm not like kind of being stimulated in an artistic way, or like um, it's not a very creative kind of environment, I'm not with, surrounded by people who um, are either like in my age range, or like if it's just like you know, like when I'm like contracting, for example, I, I'm in a lot of environments where. Uh, I'm the youngest person there. I'm like the only person of color, and then it's right. all like um, middle-aged white men. <laughs> yep. And like I, and then I feel in that environment too. Like uh, it's like they all know the tech really well, and like yeah, I've had like a little bit of a background in tech and media, but like I don't care about it like as much as I care about like what you can create with that. You right. Know? Okay. Like. Interesting. And so um, environments like that for me are like I suddenly feel like I'm not like contributing a lot or like um, my brain is on autopilot. I suddenly need to know all this other information yeah. about tech that they do and like yeah. I need to like contribute and then I'm like, oh, like I haven't had enough education in this. But I did. I just like, you know, like I had a different perspective on it. Mm -hmm. It's like you can utilize all of these tools to create some really cool things in media. And in the arts, um, and that's just how like my brain works. So, um, yeah, like I think through being in so many different kinds of en environments and like social settings, um, I figured out that like I like working with very different people. Like in right. a group of like this person has this skill, this person has this set of skills. They're so different, but now we're all collaborating to like create something, and we're probably gonna create something really cool because. We all have very different backgrounds. Right. Um, so working on the Ottawa Youth Film Festival, I think, excites me. And I think it's going to turn out really cool because we we are doing it um, for the youth who are in the arts and who are into creativity and um, film. Film is like, film is storytelling. Like, yeah. they're going to create some films. We're going to have some performances. Performing is storytelling. Um everyone's gathering together there's going to be collaboration right like opportunity for collaboration that's going to spark so um that's an environment that interests me but um yeah like if i guess if it's not artistic or creative um the group of people i'm working with isn't like diverse right like i think all those things really matter yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah no that makes sense that makes total sense mm -hmm. Every, everyone is so different and the more that I've learned about you know what drives us mm -hmm. the more that I see that some people are driven by they want a family mm 
Mm-hmm. Some people are driven by they want a career. Mm-hmm. Some people are driven by I want enough money to travel anywhere I want. Like everyone mm-hmm. has these things. If we were Sims, it would be our aspirations, <laughs> yeah. right? And the more I see that, I think, but there are still elements that we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. And one of those is you want to feel useful, mm-hmm. like you're contributing, like you're being part of it, like your skills are being utilized. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think that that is something that others can't at least relate to, even Mm -hmm. if it's in a different aspect of their life. Like, at least they can relate to, yeah, you want to feel that. You want to feel like you're making an impact Mm -hmm. in some way. Mm -hmm. I, even in in that environment that I was in at Encore and, like, other social environments that I've been in where, like, I don't, I can't necessarily, like, relate to, like, details in their life, Um, but... I'll make the effort to talk to them, get to know them, ask them questions. And then um, you realize that like, there's so many aspects of your lives that are the same in like some ways, like how you just talked about like um, your, the people who does the person who does traveling with their traveling buddies Mm -hmm. and how it relates to like um, your fulfillment of collaboration and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, I, yeah, like you, you realize everyone is actually the same, but we all just live very differently. <laughs> They're creating art in different ways. Yeah. Like, like instead of doing the act of creating art, well, you're getting your creativity out in mm-hmm. some other realm. Yeah. And some people at their jobs mm-hmm. manage and run events or do something, and their creativity can flow through mm-hmm. there. I mean, I've I've worked even, you know, aside from the, the Tim Hortons job, like I've worked other jobs like before that where you have elements – with that's outside of work that mm-hmm. they do that they you clear oh you're getting your creative juices yeah. by doing blank whatever mm-hmm. that is so i think that yeah i think you're right i think as much as i i think i think there are like what seven billion people on earth <laughs> i honestly think there are seven billion different ways to do things yeah. like that's how unique each of us are mm-hmm. but in in what connects us mm-hmm. is that drive to express be creative develop new things, mm. create and express and be who you are and show who you are yeah. and be valued and all. I think those connect us yeah. in that way. I agree with that. I think like the communi- communication is just key to everything, like to learn how to like communicate with people and not be like, oh, I'm so different with, from them. I'm not going to talk to them or I'm not going to engage with them or whatever. It's like you can always like find a way to connect with someone. I really like what you said there, Mm -hmm. where you said communication is the key, but then you qualified it and you went learning how to communicate well, like learning Mm -hmm. how to communicate with each other, learning that, like, because there are ineffective communications tools. Mm -hmm. There are ways to have a dialogue and it's ineffective, Mm -hmm. but learning how to communicate with someone, I think that's a key, key skill in anything. So you've already, like, obviously I know what you're working on, but you've already mentioned some of the things that you're planning. Like, in the next couple of years, like, what do you think it looks like for you? What goals do you want to accomplish? And because, hey, there are people listening, it's an opportunity, mm-hmm. where should people, like, look out for more? Like, mm-hmm. what what should they be, you know, keeping their eyes open for? My song that I'm releasing in... Um, Do you have a release date yet? Um, not a release date yet, and it's because I have to finish all the content for it. Like, 
coming soon. Then. Coming soon. But yeah. but you'll send the info to me, and I'll I can put it out on Soul yeah. One stuff for sure. Awesome. Send it like I'll share it and stuff. And yeah. People can find it. Um, that's probably the biggest thing, and um, with the event that Porter and I want to put on creativity in there, so we're gonna start working on some cool soundscapes for it and um i'm gonna start recording an album slash ep (laughs) which i'm really excited about yeah people can look forward to that in the future they can look forward to um the youth infringement festival which i will be acting in lots of artistic content to come from me for sure (laughs) a thousand meals with a thousand artists is a project of soul one arts inc Produced and edited by me, Mike Shepard. Original music by Savannah Shea. Thank you to this week's artists and the local restaurants who host us. For more on A Thousand Meals with A Thousand Artists and Soul One, please visit soulonearts.ca. If you're an artist, feel free to reach out to us on our website and connect for your own meal. Thank you for listening.